Hello, and welcome to the Bible for Worship at St. Paul Lutheran Church on this second Sunday of Advent, when our Gospel reading is written in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make the paths straight. So John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And the whole Judean region and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the strap of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ. The beginning of the Gospel. The writer of Mark certainly gets right at it. And this is the beginning of the gospel, at least in form, as Mark is the very first literary gospel that we know. A gospel is a kind of theology written as a narrative. And this is a new form that the writer of Mark has chosen to use in order to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. Now, others we know have also preached the gospel, the message about Jesus Christ. Paul, certainly, and others whom Paul refers to were earlier than Mark and preached the gospel of Jesus Christ. But this is the beginning of the gospel form. And the beginning of the good news, as Mark puts it, might not be only the beginning of the book, but perhaps, in a sense, it's the beginning of the effective life of the gospel in Mark's community. If we look, for example, at the end of the other Gospels that we have in the New Testament, Matthew and Luke and John, each of them has a very neat and complete ending. The book comes to an end and we have a clear sense that we have the resolution that any good narrative arc leads us to expect. But Mark, on the other hand, at the end of his gospel, leaves us hanging with a message from the angelic figure in the tomb of the risen Christ, giving an instruction, and those who receive it 
going out and saying nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. And there the book ends. Well, whether this is the beginning of just the book or the beginning of the life of the gospel where the book actually invites the reader to finish the story, it is clear that this beginning is with John the baptizer understood in the light of Scripture. Second verse, as it is written in the prophet Isaiah, and this isn't really just Isaiah, as most of the manuscripts say, but it actually is a kind of mashup of a verse from Malachi chapter 3 verse 1 and a verse from Isaiah chapter 40 verse 3, maybe with some echoes also of Exodus 23 verse 20 in there. And by putting these verses together to set the stage to present John the Baptist, Mark shows us perhaps more clearly than any other writer that prophecy is always read backwards. Mark knows that what he has experienced and is about to tell is an act of God. And Mark builds this prophecy out of Malachi and Isaiah and maybe Exodus. Mark builds the prophecy in order to make a case. What is that case? God is doing something new. You see, in the story of John the baptizer that is most of this reading, John the baptizer prepares for the one who is coming with familiar forms. The clothing is the clothing of a prophet. The location out in the wilderness, there are those who have suggested that everyone who ever comes to know God in the land that God chose to make God's name to dwell there always came to it from the wilderness. And even John the baptizer's action, a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sin, would have been familiar to the Jewish community to whom John was preaching. They get it. And indeed, John gets a huge response. The whole region of Judea and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and being baptized. But John makes it clear to those crowds and to us as the readers that something else, something greater is coming. Someone who will baptize, not with water for repentance, but with the Holy Spirit. And while John the baptizer doesn't say any more about what that means. We find as we move through the book and think again about its end that this one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit does not get a huge response but ends deserted by everyone except God. This one 
is recognized finally as the Son of God only in the faithful death on the cross. And the story of this one, this gospel that begins here, ends with the question, will you go where he calls you? God bless.